0: Welcome to <gasps> Drunk on Social, the symposium, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are
1: working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three,
2: two, one.
0: Are you struggling to set yourself apart in the real estate sea of sameness? Do you struggle to decide where to market, how to market, or what to put into your marketing to help you stand out? It's probably because your brand isn't dialed in. A great brand involves a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline, friends. That's because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Our friends at Brandface can help you define, develop, and display your personal brand so you can stand out, outmarket, and outsell your competition. It is time to unveil your inner star. Head to powerbrandtraining.com and check out their free training video. Again, powerbrandtraining.com, that's all one word. Powerbrandtraining.com. Check out their free training video. It will be worth your time. Welcome back to episode 45 of the symposium by Drunk on Social. And we are live on YouTube and we are live wherever you're listening, kind of, not really, but close enough. And today we have a treat for you because usually we do these, as you know, and we talk about the latest news and stuff, but every once in a while, Somebody falls into our lap or in our Rolodex or gets referred to us like our guest today, our good friend, Austin Armstrong, who many of you know, Social T Pro. You should be following him on TikTok and you're going to actually hear from him at our upcoming Social Genius event. But he referred uh, this person today. Her name is Megan Gersh. She comes from LA. She specializes in branding and web design and she has awesome hair and she lives by Tristan. And she kicks ass on TikTok and she's got a lot to share. So welcome to the show, Megan.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Welcome, welcome. First of all, we have to know your hair is blue. I I see purple a lot. What's, What's the story behind the hair? If you're not watching this, you need to go see this. Go check it out on YouTube, but tell us about the hair.
1: Thanks. So, like, so when I left my nine to five, I was like, okay, I'm starting my new business. I need to make a change here. So, um, dyeing my hair purple is something that I've always wanted to do. Um, Recently, I've shifted over to blue just because, again, I just needed another change, but I think I'm going to be going back to purple soon. So, you know, it's one of those things that kind of changes with the wind.
2: (laughs) See that as I'm scrolling your tip. It kind of looks like bluish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty blue whatever it is thank good you job. good job thank on the color you name.
1: thank but you look,
2: jeff could talk about hair the whole episode but i i want to kind of steer it somewhere else okay perfect <laughs> how'd you get started on tiktok
1: so i had just taken my business full-time in 2018 um a, about a year i tried a whole bunch of different stuff cold emailing trying to get new clients and, you know, get my stuff in front of new people, right? Every, when you're first starting, you, you're you just doing every, anything and everything, trying to, you know, just get some seeds in the ground so that um, you get your name out there. Um, and then about a year later, I found TikTok and I watched on the platform for a long time before I started creating. Um, I originally started creating as a I thought I was going to start promoting my artwork on there. I do art as like a hobby. And so I started posting my art. Um, That wasn't really catching. So I was like, well, one day I was like, why don't I post some like branding or marketing tips? And that is like the thing that like really took off for me, Um, which is funny because it's like, I don't know why as a business owner, I was like, oh, I should put my business tips on there or whatever. But it, it took me trying a whole bunch of different things first and then kind of pivoting into what, you know, ultimately is my bread and butter of my business. Um, So I started making all of these business tips and folks were really starting to um, click with it. And, you know, the rest is history. It's just, I love the platform so much. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. So let's digress for just a half a second and tell us what it is that you do. And, and because that would probably help the context of, of, of this conversation. And then we'll get into kind of more strategy and, and how you help professionals and how you can help our listeners.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I have three main pillars of my business. I have, uh, I do web design, uh, marketing, and then also branding. And so those, all of those three pillars kind of marry together kind of anyway, because there is strategy that kind of weaves in between them. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the meat of what I do. I help business owners boost their sales through those three pillars.
2: Did you, did you start with that on social media, did you're like, hey, this is what I do check out what I'm doing, or did you go a different avenue and and something else hit, and then you brought that in how was how that per your progression and growth on social.
1: I mean here's the thing. When I started my business, I was trying, I was definitely doing a lot of testing to figure out like where I would fit into the market. So like, you know, I was doing a little bit of graphic design, like doing some website work and like figuring out what clients actually wanted and needed. Um, I mean, as far as like what I was doing on social was giving like a lot of tips and tricks and tutorials, those kinds of things. Um, and along the way, like I just did Integrating a bit more of my personality into it, and I think that's when it really started to click. Is like, you know, anybody can give tips and tutorials all day long, but the second that you start like really putting yourself into that content, I think is when it really starts to click for people. Yeah,
2: it's very yeah. true. Um, I'm looking at your TikTok right now. I see a theme. Right, I love. I love the theme. By the way, on the, the cover photo. On, I I see the cover photo. I see also all of the videos that I'm looking at, and they all have the white lettering and the purplish background, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it tells me what every video is about. What right now are you mostly gravitating to when creating content? Is it one specific thing or do you have niches?
1: I mean, I, I kind of consider like, like I was talking about my three main pillars to be kind of like, that is like my niche. Right. Right. Um, as far as like the different types of content, I like to kind of, um, alternate between, I do some trending kind of style videos. I do some kind of informational educational type videos. And I also like to sprinkle in a little bit of inspiration as well, just because I do a lot of marketing coaching, uh, for clients. And so having that little inspirational piece does like help to like motivate people.
0: Who is your target? Who is your target or who are the majority? Like what type of clients gravitate towards you from what industries, what businesses?
1: Yeah, definitely. So the majority of my clients are very, very creative. Um, they're bold business owners, so they are not afraid to take risks. Um, they're not afraid to stand out in their market, but, you know, really show their personality. Um, they're not looking for any kind of like cookie cutter solution. Um, they are just like very strong personalities. So they're artists, creatives, uh, musicians, um, you know, like record labels, like any kind of business that is really trying to make a splash in their market. Um, recently in the pandemic, I have been working with a, a fair amount of women. Um, so that is um, kind of another piece of that as well.
0: I love that.
2: You're, you're muted, Tristan. Damn it. Where, where's your cup that says you're muted, Tristan. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, I have personal questions now for, for our business. Now I'm, Now I'm thinking something else. Because I'm looking at your site right now for mm-hmm. all the services and all the people and you've helped in great, great reviews, by the way. What do you use to build the sites out? Are you using like a, a certain company, like a design company? Are you designing? Are you, Are you, explain to me the whole process because I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm actually everything right now. So it's just, you know, when you are working with me, it's completely, you're getting my designs, my uh, creation of the websites, every, all of the creative direction, everything. Um, I'm actually in a turning kind of point in my business now where I'm, I'm looking to change some of that. So like, I'm looking to step more into like a creative director type role where I have a, a hand in all of the design part of it, and perhaps looking to outsource some of the actual implementation of the site. So that way we can um, accommodate more clients in that way.
2: All right. And when it says the starting investments at 5,000, what happens after that? Like, if we want to keep you to work on the site, tell us what happens there.
1: Yeah, definitely. So there's, there's two kind of components for that, right? So I have like a base package for like building and, you know, all of the creative that goes into like creating the actual site. And then As far as like maintaining the site, that's something where if we go through the website build process, um, if we have liked working together, then that is like a next step that is available that we can take. Um, And that it usually looks like a monthly kind of retainer kind of situation.
2: All right, now based on looks, who would you rather work with, Jeff or myself?
1: Oh my god. Was, I don't I'm know just, that I can answer that. I'm
2: just messing with you. I just had to throw something out there that was funny as fuck. So okay. Uh question about I TikTok. want an answer, damn it. <laughs> All right. TikTok. Uh it's I I love, by the way, we, we did research. I watched your videos and I love them. Great job on engaging. I could see why why you're growing. What? Thank you. What tip can you give to to our audience here, mostly business owners, right? What tip can you give as far as consistently showing up? Because the challenge they find is creating the content. So what what can you talk about that say, hey, show up, but here's the content that you should be posting daily, every other day. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. So I, I think a big component of of that is like researching within your niche, figuring out, like, um, taking a look at like what other people are doing, what is working on the platform and also figuring out how to structure your content. That's like a really, really big one. Um, you know, the whole platform's goal, like the platform's goal is to keep you on the platform for as long as possible. Right. They're looking for watch time. They're looking for engagement, from the audience. And so when you figure out how to structure your video so that you keep people watching to the end or you generate some kind of reaction from them, um, that is really going to be the key to success on the platform. Uh, I would also say like another component to that is like I kind of said earlier, like showing your personality, not, you know, especially on TikTok where like the the platform is much more relaxed than other platforms. Uh, There's a whole culture that's different than Instagram or Facebook. Um, really getting to know that culture a bit and figuring out like how you are going to fit into or like how, what's your personality is going to be on the platform is going to be super important, um, in standing out amongst all of the other videos that are going on there.
2: Sorry, my camera decided not to show my face anymore. So I guess, I guess Jeff, Jeff wins the competition. Damn it. Karma, karma. Oh shit. Okay. Back to you, Jeff.
0: So as we talk to a lot of our audience is real estate professionals of some sort. So uh, when you're talking about like that strategy, when you're talking about how you come up with those pillars of content and that sort of thing, and you even mentioned it yourself, you tested until you found something that worked. Mm-hmm. It, what is your advice? Because I think a lot of people struggle with that creative piece. They go to TikTok and they're really basically, they're, they're intimidated because they'll see people that are eloquent. They'll still see people that can dance. They'll see people that are creative and they feel like I can't do that. So what would be the advice that you would give to somebody? Because our industry, uh, unlike most is on the innovative side, like we're out ahead. And so people are looking for ways to differentiate because there's a 10 trillion real estate agents uh, in our country. And so there's a lot of competition. So- what would be the advice you would give to somebody to find that niche and how many pillars of content would you actually recommend for a platform like TikTok?
1: Yeah, for sure. So as far as like number of pillars, I always recommend three to five. And one of those pillars should be kind of like your personal content. So like, you know, getting to know you as the actual creator, showing a bit behind the scenes, what are you doing on the weekends? Like something that's not so on the nose of like, what is your business doing? Or like, give me some information. Um, and then as far as like tips for like how to stand out on the platform i would look for something that is very visually kind of driven right so TikTok uh is a very like you know visual platform when it comes to you know it's vertical video so like you have to find a way in your background in the way that you're speaking delivering the information you have to find a way to stand out visually for me that is Right here, like I'm the girl on the marketing girl on TikTok with the blue hair, right? So every time that's like the visual indicator to someone when I pop in their feed, it's like, oh, it's just that recognizable factor. Not saying you have to dye your hair blue or purple or whatever, um, but you need some kind of visual indicator that registers with people that triggers that memory of like, oh yeah, this is that person that that gave me that really awesome tip that one time. So like figuring out what that is what the, blah, 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 what that is for your brand. Um, and if you can integrate, you know, a hint of your personality into it, I think that that's even better.
0: Tristan, we're fucked. That's what the, what she just <laughs> said. I,
1: I mean, you guys have some pretty good, like some pretty good backgrounds going on right now. So I <laughs> I, I commend you on those. Thank you. I see the Star Wars uh, in the uh, background, gonna, you know.
2: We'll see. We'll see how good that goes. <laughs> well, and you know, There's it's funny. so it's, much. It's,
0: it's funny you mentioned backgrounds because we all have different you know that's that's another strategy and like i don't know that tristan you you probably care as much about your background whereas i like in my office i have like five or six different backdrops i have a green screen i have sports memorabilia i have hats and so i intentionally like i'm about ready to batch a bunch of videos and i'll shoot a couple with this background and then i'll move over here and then i'll move over there and then i'll move over here just to kind of keep it different and changing I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this question but do you believe that changing your backdrop is important or do you think continuity is more important or do you think it matters
1: Um I think changing it up can be helpful um especially even like the same like within the same video can help to keep that viewer interest um I also think that it's it can help you know with that first shot of the video to build that recognition right so if you were to show the first shot of your video um, with all of the social media icons in the background of your video, like that might be a recognizable thing if if that's the first shot of your ev- of every single video, right? So,
2: I like that. I like that. No, I agree. I think the consistency in showing up the way you show up is extremely mm-hmm. important. So I like that. So looking looking at where you think TikTok is going, what should we be doing more of? Just in in oh. general, when it comes to TikTok.
1: So it depends what kind of business you have. Um, If you have a product-based business, they have a Shopify uh, integration that's rolling out, right? So that is going to be super, super helpful for those that are selling physical products. If you're selling services, I think that the way to go is to really focus on how you can integrate storytelling. Um, I think that that the platform is moving more and more that direction. Um, And even like, I know that, Lots of folks have been focusing on these like less than 15 second video b- type formats, but I've been seeing a lot of um, viral videos that have been popping off at like the 32nd mark or so. Um, so it's like a longer-ish format of the short form. So not not a super long video, but like, you know, 30 seconds or so um, seems to be an interesting place to be kind of experimenting with right now.
0: Do you think that's mm-hmm. gonna continue to grow trend up because it, because the platforms are trending longer, you know, TikTok included three minutes. So Mm -hmm. do you think that's kind of where it's going? Because for a time we were like, figure out how to get your message out in 15 seconds. And then it was like, okay, now 30, okay, now 60. And you know, it's, it's, but, and then on the other side of the coin, we're like, when you go live, you just vomit and you talk, you take a one and a half minute what could have been a one and a half minute video and you talk for five minutes because you're blabbering. Um, and so what is your, what is your thoughts on the timing and how long a video should be?
1: Mm, Truthfully? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know personally. I don't personally have any, that many contacts that use that three minute feature. Uh, I know that folks, when they talk, have talked about that three minute feature in my feed, at least like, they are just saying like, no, one's going to watch a three minute video on tick tock like if i want a tutorial i'm going to youtube and so i wonder um sure. so specifically to TikTok, tock like if that is a thing i i don't know i think it's more about like finding that sweet spot of like between 15 seconds and a minute that works for your brand especially on tick tock i mean
2: yeah mm, what a good point if you do if you do want <laughs> To learn more, you typically go into YouTube, searching for that that whole process itemized. So I have a question because Jeff and I are noticing that right now there seems to be there seems to be all of the, all of the outlets, the social media outlets, they all want to capitalize on the short video, and it feels like they're all almost functioning in the same way: Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, right? Obviously mm-hmm. TikTok, right? What? What do you see being the, I don't know if you can answer this, but I'm going to ask anyway, what do you, what do you see as being the differentiating factor between the outlets like a YouTube? Cause you just mentioned longer form and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. Why would somebody continue to go to Instagram versus TikTok? If you find the exact same stuff on both.
1: This is such an easy question for me. Um, the answer is that the community is unlike any other platform on TikTok. Yeah. Um, I consider I have never I've been on social media for probably sixteen or seventeen years at this point, and I've never seen any other community quite like TikTok. I mean, the platform has literally built in features that encourage you to interact with other people, right? And of course, Instagram is kind of biting those features right now with the remix feature, all of those kinds of things are kind of now getting integrated. But you'll notice that when you post on TikTok, the algorithm almost seems a bit smarter um, about who it shows it to. And so right now, when you if I'll post the exact same thing on TikTok versus Reels, and what I'll notice is I'm hitting my target audience on TikTok, but when I post that exact same video to Reels, it's going to a way younger audience. I don't think that my audience has adapted Reels yet uh, on Instagram. Mm. So I don't, I don't know if that algorithm is still learning. I don't know if maybe it's like an adoption type thing where like I'm just seeing a much younger, like high school type type aged audience. Reacting to my videos, commenting on my videos, all of these kinds of things. So mm. I would say the community is kind of the differentiating factor. What a good
2: point. That's a really good point. And I do feel like Jeff both and I feel that the t- TikTok algorithm is just better. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I can't know. Obviously, we don't know why, but damn, it's it's just good.
1: Yeah. I've... I so, saw it like oh, a man. few months ago, it's up for sale also. <laughs> I don't know if anything has happened with that. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, TikTok? Yeah, I believe so.
0: Well, you I mean, you're going back to the time, you know, how, when it was supposed to sell and it was going to be, you know, Walmart coupled with um, Oracle, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which ended up never happening. And that like, just, it just, I thought it happened and it just kind of drifted into the sunset. It's like once Trump moved past it, no, everybody just forgot nobody cared anymore. And all of a sudden, it's not really talked about anymore. Like, oh, China has all my data. I'm so screwed. Don't be on TikTok. And now nobody really seems to care. And we've been saying that since day one like, get over it. Like, stop. I mean, if you trust Google, Zuckerberg, I mean, who knows who's back there, it has everything they need to know, everything about you. Um, you don't have anything to worry about with TikTok. But you know, you know how people are conspiracy theorists, left and right, especially in this day and age.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you literally carry around, you know, a tracking device in your pocket, you know, like it's, I don't know. I don't worry much about those kinds of things.
2: That's so funny. Yeah. If you're, if you're carrying this and you're worried, something's wrong with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, just move to the country where there's no service, move to the woods. It's your best (laughs) bet. Um, I I had another question as, as it pertains, as we were talking about the, um, uh, you were talking about reels and we were talking about how the algorithm, that sort of thing. And what I find interesting is, I, I agree, I think TikTok's algorithm is much more advanced. I'm finding that reels, it's really interesting because when they pop, it pops really hard and really fast and dies off like it falls off a cliff. Like, and with TikTok, it can be, it can just trickle along and then bam, and then it slows down and then bam again. And then, you know, it just, or it could be two weeks later. It's just, it's so fascinating with TikTok. Whereas Reels, it's almost like they say, turn it up, turn it off. It's all you get, you know? And I've had one Reel go viral by, by viral. I mean, hundreds of thousands of views. And I've had thousands many times, but I rarely get hundreds of thousands. Only one time that I think I can remember. And it's just fascinating how it's just, chops that thing right off. And I don't know, have you experienced that with reels at all?
1: Yeah, I would say the, the same is kind of true for just like, not even going viral, just like every day posting, like, you know, with reels, if you're just posting the reels feed, like you will see that initial surge, and then it'll just be like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's really crazy. That's also why I like sharing my reels to my stories because, you know, it just gives it, you know, I know I'm gonna have a certain amount of, of views on my stories almost to a science every single day. Sometimes it's a little bit more, a little bit less, but right inside that range every day. And so I just feel like, I think some people live on the feed. Some people live in reels, some people live in stories. And so it's like, we preach, like put your stuff out there and everywhere that it belongs. If it belongs on LinkedIn too, put it there. Right, just put it everywhere. There's no harm in it. Uh, you know, maybe you want to shoot it organically on your phone and post it, you know, natively to each app, which we recommend. I like to test posting TikToks to Instagram every once in a while just to see. Um, and sometimes it's completely suppressed, and sometimes not at all. And it's like, what the hell? Like, is it really true that they're suppressing, or is it not true? I don't know. Um, but it's 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 a constant conversation that we're having all the time.
1: Yeah, I think one thing that I've noticed lately, especially when you're reposting TikToks to Reels is that they've gotten a lot stricter lately. If you mention the word TikTok in the video or if you speak it or if you put it in the caption or if you use any of the TikTok related hashtags. So like um, I posted a few videos around like TikTok tips or like strategies um, and those have literally just stated like zero views, like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like zero across the board.
2: That's pretty nuts. We've actually noticed the same thing, which is why yes. we, we have to post, like Jeff said, to shoot with your phone, then upload it directly into it. Mm-hmm. So very, very good point. That
0: you I, ju- I, I still believe, in, and, and Megan, I, I still argue that Instagram is really, for lack of a better term, dumb by suppressing. Because the reality is, if I'm taking a TikTok and I'm posting it to Instagram, I'm doing what you want me to do. I'm keeping the user on your platform because I'm posting that video, even though it's got the TikTok watermark on it, I'm telling your Instagram user, you can see my TikToks on Instagram. You don't have to go to my TikTok. So wouldn't they want that? Why would they suppress that? All you're doing is pissing off your user, me, and saying, you know what? Screw you. I'll go over to TikTok then and spend more time there and create more content there. I just, I, I find it hard to believe that they're not smarter than that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's honestly, it's not going to get any better with time either. I mean, I personally download my TikToks with watermark free, um, and I still am seeing some of that like weirdness coming through. So even if I'm not posting with the watermark, it's still kind of weird at times, you know,
0: it's like, it it knows where it came from.
1: Yeah. It's probably somewhere embedded in the metadata or something.
0: Ooh, she said, she said meta. Um, do you have an, (laughs) do you have an Oculus?
1: I do, yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's our, that's our next venture. So we are going to start doing, we're going to start hosting podcasts, uh, you know, in, in, the, in that world. And we're going to start hosting masterminds in that world. And uh, I do believe that that is something that everyone, and we're going to keep talking about this on Drunk on Social, but you, you should really start paying attention. You should buy one. They're only 300 bucks and just get familiar with it and uh, start being ready because soon we're gonna have exclusive invitations for masterminding. And you can only join us if you have access to the virtual world. And whether you love it or hate it, it's just like computers were to our grandfathers and cell phones were to the next generation. The internet was to the generation after that, that TikTok is today, it's not going away. It's only gonna continue to evolve. So you better freaking embrace it. Megan, what, what would you say would be a, a parting advice for anybody who says, man, I like what she says, um, and I think I want to work with her? What is the best piece of advice that you can give any entrepreneur who is selling not a product, but a brand that's selling themselves?
1: It's honestly to get really honest with yourself about like what you wanna offer and how it's gonna be different from other providers. Because ultimately at the end of the day, let's say you want something, let's say you're offering uh, graphic design or something like that. There's a, a million graphic designers out there, but why should I pick you over other designers, right? So um, figuring out how you're gonna differentiate yourself in the market is gonna be super key. Um, and, you know, really tapping into like what you want to stand for as a brand, I think is super important because all of that, those types of things are going to kind of shine through in your content.
2: That's a great one. What you want to stand for as a brand. I love that. That'll dictate your content. Yeah. So good. I like that that. a lot. Uh,
0: Megan, how can our audience find you?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I'm Megan Gersh at TikTok, Instagram, um, Facebook, although not really Pinterest as well. So, uh, yeah. And if you want to reach out you can head over to Megangersh.com. it's M E G A N G E R S C H.
0: Nice. I love it. I love it. Thanks for uh, being here. Let's definitely stay in touch. Let's uh, meet in a virtual world sometime and uh, see if your, your virtual self has colored hair as well. I'm oh, sure. That's right.
2: cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what color do you think it should be?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm going to have hair in a virtual world because I. Nice.
2: I'm putting a man butt on in the virtual world. (laughs) Good idea. We love that. I'm going to have a mullet. This is hilarious. (laughs) Thank Uh, you guys so
1: much. I appreciate it. Thank
0: you for being here. Thanks for listening to Drunk on Social, the symposium. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk On Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave
1: us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated.